Welcome to Emo Reconstruction. Mm-hmm. It's the host, not, not the host. <laughs> Today his energy is low. He really got it for y'all. Every truth. time, what's the one where he be like, oh, Pretty the mirror thing, yeah. yeah he looked in the mirror, mirror today walk, and did not think he was the prettiest of them all. That is not. He had an existentialism. He was like, "Am I really?" <laughs> they are just <laughs> okay. I see. <laughs> so we just going with this narrative today. That's fine. That's fine. I don't know. He was playing all the sad music today. Woo. I didn't think of it as sad music. I, just got a, I had to go. This nigga's kid had autism and cancer. Yeah. Both? Yes. <laughs> he had a tear. He had that fat ass tear going down the side of his face. Yeah. He was drinking straight from I the had bottle. To go listen to like he other... has table was filled with prescription pills. I'm like, oh. And his brother died. And his brother died. And he was thinking about it and the hearse and everything. What was after that? The black mom was sitting at the table rubbing her head. We didn't listen Shit, to that these song. Bills. We didn't even listen to that song. Wait, it started because we already knew where it was going. Oh Lucky Day over here confused about his relationships as always. Oh, oh Givian, we already know what Givian on. Like, non-stop. <laughs> non-stop sadness from beginning to end. I feel like... You're attacked? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like dark music is some of the best music that there is. Um, I can agree with this. I don't... I don't think tone is no like when people are hurting they usually make or going through something like emotional they usually make better music I mean possibly I think there's some fun songs though that, that are fun like Daddy Yankee Gasolina we're not doing that uh, uh, um, uh, uh, uh. no 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 that's, that's ghetto I don't think you understand how outside of our culture I don't think you understand how important that is to like no I do (laughs) but I also know that it's not 50 (laughs) those two things two things can be true Charles (laughs) I'm a big believer of that but we're not going there right now just so y'all know we will be talking about some of the Rolling Stone top 500 we're not going through all 500 because no one has time for that well also like not all 500 is actually a problem it is. There are some definite no, it, problems. It, it, it's all 500 no, is actually no, a problem. It, all 500 is a problem because your top 50 is wrong. So we got to reorder this whole bitch <laughs> at the very least. So no, this whole shit is fucked up. No, it's all a problem. We just only going to go through the top 50. But what we're going to talk about first is Gabby um, and Brian. You call these two people on a first name basis like you know them. I mean, rest in peace to Gabby. Um, Gabby was a real one. No, she's gonna be a vengeful ghost. What's her name? Petito. Gabby Petito. P E T I T O. That trail is haunted now. Yeah. So she, also, there was a dispatch call that um, police uh, reported that said that the Utah police were told that a male struck a female, which was um, Brian striking Gabby, and then they pulled them over. And I guess they both said that they have OCD, which I don't really understand what that means. We got OCD, In context bro. of somebody whooping your ass. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> police pull over serial killers all the time, and they just be letting it pass. But the but the excuse, but the skin color, so, on that one, is I mean, that's the only thing I get. He hits you. We have OCD. What? You know what? You're right. <laughs> I'm going to drive off. Now. Was, you guys have a good yeah, day. Yeah, have a good day now. <laughs> and what? Do you think that 
answer reduced the policeman's brain cells to such a capacity that he had to leave? No, he it's just like, was like I'm bleeding my intelligence. No, he didn't case that other white. He said, "No, nah, this is fine. This is fine. Yeah. OCD is perfectly fine, Gabby. Uh-huh. Yeah, but that's how y'all you feel safe." Damn, I hope you get this OC thing to work she out. She probably was Have sitting nice there blinking day. an entire Norse code at that man. That's like, help me. I, that is I don't insane. Know. But she, um, rest in peace to Gabby because she did um, um, turn up dead in Utah on a um, hiking trail with signs of homicide being the number one cause of death. Um, and her boyfriend... And also ex-fiance, they broke off. the So they were taking a cross-country trip um, and they were going to film it. And so they filmed like the first day and then they broke off the engagement. And then they were still on the trip. And now he's missing and has been missing for 10 days. And um, they stopped the major search Friday and they've done the minor searches um, yesterday and today. And so my question is, do you think that since this has kind of been like a national story, people are calling her and like media outlets are calling her America's daughter. <laughs> what? I'm, yeah, I'm telling you. Hold on one second. I'm going to just, uh-huh. yeah, I'm going to type it up. <laughs> what did she do to earn that title? She Can didn't. someone help me understand what she did? What was Gabby's? I mean, like? it's a hard, soft story. Oh my god! Damn, I feel so bad. This girl passed on. Oh, that's not everybody. That's Fox News. Fox News. Packed crowd. No, I didn't say everybody. I said daughter. media outlets. I didn't, I didn't say everybody. The media outlets are calling. I mean, her even that. the very next one ha- has that in quotes. Parents all over Northport. America's daughter. Just Gabby Petito could have been easily been their daughter. That's wild. Yes, yeah, so it's no. also what parents are calling her. So it's not like they're coming up with the name like out of thin air and they actually coined that term. Parents are calling her okay, America's but, daughter. She sure. does not represent majority of America though. Okay, but my thing is, um, so on to my question. Do you think the media coverage of her is because she's white, because her family has money, or because she's kind of well-known on social media? Probably all three. Social media presence makes it so it means she had a general amount of reach. That means a decent amount of people care about her there. Uh, I guess her parents are somewhat affluent, so it means they can make a decent amount of hubbub there. And skin color definitely doesn't hurt. Do you think this would be applicable to an affluent black woman? Mm, depends. Age. So a lot of different factors probably play into this and how easy it would be to spin this to actual people. Same ages. One for one comparison to Gabby. One for one for comparison except for she's black. Mm-hmm. All right, how black is she? <laughs> oh my god! Um, I don't uh, know how to I'm answer. I'm gonna that. be completely like, totally true. How black about... is she, or how black is she? Like, <laughs> like is she yeah. light skin? Is does she look like me? Possibly straight hair. Nope. Um, dreads. No, let's say she has like short hair, twist. A little like afro, and maybe she's. 
a touch lighter than me. Yes. You think they'll look for her? They'll look for her. But she's a touch darker than me? Uh, It'll be a sad story for a day. Okay. Remember, y'all remember Patrice O'Neill had the same joke about this when he was alive and he did his stand-up uh, elephant in the room. And he was like, yeah, he was trying to point out the difference. He was like, hey, what was that girl that that, that died, like, you know, a month ago, Natalie Holloway? And they was like, what was <laughs> what was that Peruvian bitch that we were missing yesterday? What's, what was her name? Yardis? Yeah, you, bitch, you, you guys didn't remember her name and he was like well when I go out to sea I'm gonna make sure I put a white baby in a keychain on me when I come on a boat but <laughs> I just remember thinking about that when this came up it's just like one who watches the news to mm-hmm. like who are they placating to they're placating to white like grandparents I, I just guess I don't think that if a black girl regardless of her skin color went missing they would call her America's daughter no, they wouldn't call her America's daughter, but it's also not them calling her American daughter. It's random parents. And you're not just, as a news source or anything like that, you just not go leave that there. But even inside the, uh, but even on the freaking Google search that you did, they had her, they had quotes, America's daughter. So it's like, as if, it's a that means it's a third entity, not them coining the term. Which is, I mean, contextually, most people don't know that type of stuff. For so at nauseum, that doesn't really matter. But for someone who it, because you know, like, I guess that's the thing that most people don't know. I'm actually I've actually been trained to write newspaper stories and do news photography and stuff like that as well. That is something I'm actually capable of doing. But yeah, no, I would say that they're using it knowing that the common man doesn't have any of that knowledge. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, that's also kind of sad. Because the news is the entire point of it was to convey to the common man, and those are all. Not anymore. The news is now to, like... Pander to the common man. Propagate media, pander, and sell ad space. Yeah. But How do you think we could fix the news? Take it off. There's no real use for it. Yeah, there is. No, it's not. I would just say get rid of the 24-hour news cycle. The 24-hour news cycle was the problem. Like, this 24-hour news didn't really become a thing like it is now until nine until 9-11 happened. What is the point of you knowing about every crime? Even if it was just on a local scale, what is the point of you knowing about every crime that ever happened with you in a 24-hour, like, in 24 hours? Besides safety. Well, nine times out of ten, that's the funny thing. You were thinking they were talking about <clears throat> a bunch of different things. That's mm-hmm. not inherently true. They half the time they're just looping the same thing hour after hour after hour. Exactly. So what is the point of having it on? And that's what I'm saying is just get rid of the 20 24 hour capacity. Do an hour shot a night. Even if you watch local news, they usually recycle. So if they play from five to nine, just going off where I remember from Fox. Usually they play from five in the morning to nine. Usually they replay the same fucking stories for those four hours. They pepper in in like little. Like, oh, what was his name? Kenny. I forget his fucking name. That black dude. That Kicking was it with Kenny. Yeah, they usually peppering it with this. And then the weather. They do that continuously Kicking throughout the day. Kicking it with Kenny is such a... Nostalgic Cleveland thing. Go to Kennywood. I don't know. But it's just like... If you really look at the news, it's just the same thing on a smaller scale. Even if locally. I'm like, nah, even locally, what the fuck do you need to know about... No one was meant to consume <clears throat> news inside of that capacity. Mm-hmm. No one was meant to sit there for the entire span of the news. You're supposed to be like, oh, 
it looped back around. They're talking about something I already heard about. Go do something else. But the average person just won't do it. TV is there to distract you. So I, mean, I can't hold that responsibility. I mean, I won't them. even say that because they don't even, they repackage it and try to present it in a new way. Like you'll have all day morning news talk about like, um, what are they talking about right now? I want to say it's Ooh. some type of. Iron Dome missile defense system. Is there a trial going on? Uh, there's always a trial going on somewhere, Tony. And um, like the last major trial, they're talking about Biden. They're talking about Iron Dome missile defense. They're talking about the Haitians down at the border. Yeah, that's what it is. The Haitians and down at the border and them whipping them. They're yeah, they're ta- they're <laughs> talking funny, about them. They're, they're talking about them rolling whipping. out the fact there that we were a, talking about that. It was like, hey, that might be a thing. And they're now they're literally doing it. They it's literally like, whooping them biggest asses. I'm sorry, that's the funniest shit I've seen in a while. Horses. People are, there are people who are upset that, there are people who are upset that they're, we're ferrying them back home. There are people who are upset that we're not letting them stay here. And then there are people who are upset that, I mean, they're, everyone's upset about everything. Like you see, that's what I'm saying. This constant upsetness all the time is not healthy well, for the last, anybody. Uh, the guy that was just um, in charge of diplomatic relations between um, the United States and Haiti, he just stepped down from Biden's um, cabinet because um, what he said is, what he was promised is that America wasn't going to continue to repeat the same um, actions that they had been doing that were creating destabilization inside of Haiti and not actually doing it any good and what he's like what y'all are doing is literally repeating that cycle and when I came on I said if we were going to do that I'm not doing this y'all are doing that so I'm out of here okay and so it's just an interesting thing just to see like what's what's happening with that but no like a like our original point was like They'll talk about that in the morning. Then Joanne Reed will talk about it in the afternoon, but she'll repackage it and bring on different people. So it's like the news is trying to be. A, it's trying to. That's be the a reason show. why I said getting rid of twenty four hour news is should be a thing. Like CNN as it sits should not work the way it does. Same with Fox News and all of them. Like it should not. Ju- you should not have a channel just for news. Like, it doesn't need to be. Why do you feel like we don't need the news? Because even if you walked outside tomorrow and didn't know about whatever the fuck crime rate was going on in your, in your, on in your neighborhood or anything like that, that's not an immediate thing that you really need to know right then and there. If it needs to get to you to be like, oh, you know, if your neighbor could just tell you like, hey, they fucking acting crazy over there. You might want to buckle the fuck down. I know we don't have that sense of community anymore, but really, unless you're in immediate danger, what is the point of knowing about all the danger all the time? I don't know. I feel like it depends. Like, I think there's certain times that I would want to know what's going on. Like, in New York, I know Mm -hmm. there is a string of robberies where they were going to um, the nice five-star restaurants while people were sitting outside and eating during the summer Mm -hmm. and just going through everybody's pockets. I would want to watch the news so I don't got to go there and experience that. Oh, what happened to good old word of mouth? <laughs> like, it's, like you know how fast word can travel just by talking about it. Whatever happened to that? I had to be a big I mean, media outlet in something front of Something has you. to start the conversation. 
I don't mm-hmm. because okay, say these individual crimes are taking place. There's no one to actually look at that and correlate it together. The cops probably will, mm-hmm. but unless there is an entity to convey that to the masses, like you as like an affronted uh, will probably say something to people, but you'll probably say something to everyone that you know. Yeah, and then they might say, damn, I say it probably at the next wave that probably stops. Like your first 500 and they probably sell a decent amount of their friends. But once you get to once or twice removed, no one cares anymore. So it means you stop spreading the word. Even then you still know about it. Even I though mean, it could be the cops. It could be cops personal s- responsibility to go around and say, Hey, they might not be safe to go around in this certain such, such area. I think that, that point, if we got rid of the news mm-hmm. that people on Twitter would just become and fill in that void. Mm-hmm. Because they would feel like, oh, I was there and I got this information first, so I'm going to start breaking it. And then once they gain the following, they would probably start trying to be like, it would just be a 24 hour news feed mm-hmm. on Twitter instead of like what you could watch. And I don't know if that would help people. Well, Honestly, it would, it would probably end up generation. being worse. I mean, not for the older generation, it would break them away, but it'd probably like addict a whole new generation to like people to it. Cause I mean, my thing is, it's a whole nother, it's a whole thing of not vetted things that people are saying that might, they might be propagating misinformation or so on and so forth. It's like, then you got people saying, like, yeah, I was robbed. It was probably by them. Like, and then next thing you know, oh, no, no, I just lost my wallet. But no, the fact that you were robbed just gets blasted out there. It's just like, eh. I don't like the way the news is currently set up. I think modifications also getting rid of their tax exempt status for certain blocks of programming probably needs to be a thing. Yeah, it, like you can't trust it. Like how y'all feel about, I don't know if y'all feel like police should just be abolished or should be reformed. Which one do y'all think? What? I think police should be abolished or reformed. I think me and Tony are for the most part on the, well, abolished and reformed are for me kind of the same thing. Cause it's like, if we're going to reform them, we need to get rid of all the things that like, we got to break it down to the pretty much rip it down to the studs and rebuild it anyway. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. The so same I mean, thing about but, the news, but the way people kind of, that when I, when you say the word abolish, they think they mean get rid of it and don't replace it with anything, which isn't true. I don't think anybody actually thinks that there should not be an entity Mm-hmm. that does what the police does. Well, I think if we could do something, but I don't want, like, China news, mm-hmm. where the news is government-controlled. Uh-huh. I don't think that would be, like, the most beneficial thing. It'd be a lot more, like, propaganda-promoted, things like that. So I don't know if, like... I, I don't mean, know the news what, has like, only been a problem for, like, the past... Like I said, since 9-11. No, nah, it's been like that. The whole reason was for it to be created was propaganda purposes. I forget who wrote that book on marketing, like the basis of what all marketing is for. And that's when they start introducing newspapers. I forget the good. Well, the I whole mean, point of media at this point was for propaganda. Like there's no going back from that. The whole basis of it is well, that's the news to spread really consider- information. The news was never supposed to be considered media. The news is, was supposed to be an object, like based on the edict that was handed down from the government, would we rescue those entities mm-hmm. back in the day? It was just like, 
we rescued the TV channels and we're like, hey, so for public service, one hour a day is going to be dedicated to pretty much public service announcements and so on and informing the public. And then that kind of got, and it was also tax free. So people ran ads on that. It was 100% profit. So if you get like set up as a news entity at foreign TV, there's, I do believe from eight to nine, there is a hour a day that is completely and totally untaxed. That is the reason why you always get their biggest draw on that eight to nine slot. But it's still an extension of newspaper bringing you public service, public service announcements in a different way, which is still to me an extension of media. So I guess I don't see no separation between the news and a newspaper or a book. It's still a way to spread information. Yeah, I mean, it's for dissemination of information. Mm-hmm. But and I don't see no separation of how we can't include news as media because it is an extension of it. It's a new way to present it. I mean, I think of media more so as entertainment. I mean, that's I what they... The, but, like, we, I guess we all agree that the news is on some bullshit. They still, for entertainment purposes and we see violence we see all those things as entertainment whether we like to I, we want to pretend like it's not or not i but guess we see the the news is supposed to be like vegetables what i would say is the news probably started out very altruistic yeah but inside of capitalism and it not being a funded entity you then have to start doing like all right well, what do people like what are people interested in and that that immediately turns you into more of a media company because you're not worried about your audience yeah instead of just bringing the straight truth about whatever is happening like you have your hard news stories and your soft news stories and that was the original balance and then what happened was like i've literally read books on this is 9 11 happened is just like Oh shit! People really like but stuff I guess like this. Dismissing a soft news story is dismissing the fact that it's always been media. Like you have these soft news stories to bring in a specific audience. Soft news stories are just feel good stories. It's just like, oh, look at these puppies. Well, I would say what I call a soft news story is, um, and maybe I'm using the wrong vernacular, is more stories that are tailored towards like, hey, I know people are going to want to hear about this or I'm going to sensationalize this portion of um, what's going on. Uh, Soft news stories are not supposed... Like, one, no part of the news is actually supposed to be sensationalized at all. It is just supposed to be straight the facts. Like, if it... If, well, Fox News isn't actually a news thing. They consider themselves an entertainment pro- processes. Now, they're not actually classified. They call themselves Fox News, but they're not actually Fox News. They're Fox Entertainment, which I is... I mean, neither is CNN. Like, they're definitely... CNN still qualifies themselves as a news entity, so that means I'm judging them by the criteria of what news... I mean, but they're be. definitely going for entertainment. Mm. They're hyperbolic. They're very, like, um, showy when it comes to, like, denouncing the other side. If it was just to be about the facts then you one wouldn't really put your own opinion into it you would kind of just play that balancing act and be right in the middle and 
that's not what I see from any news outlet, whether I they mean, call themselves news or not. Well, that's kind of the reason why the primary new world news thing that I consume is actually BBC. It's not actually either the, the things that are here. Oh, yeah, no, I follow BBC because BBC is generally, generally fairly a, neutral. Yeah, because it's like world news. Or NPR. You can get some balance from certain places. National Public Radio is generally pretty neutral. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's also true. It's not like we don't have uh, government-funded things because stuff like MB- NPR exists. Like, National Public Radio is literally just a government-funded entity for the dissemination of information. I feel like, like NPR got a, a leftist... Uh, they got a leftist bias over there, so I can't say that they just fair. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, the weird... Well, the entire thing about this, like, left here is center everywhere else. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I like BBC. BBC is kind of more open about calling everybody out on their shit. Like, they'll talk about... Because you won't just get, like, American news. Like, they'll have, like, one American story, but then they'll be like, hey, this is happening in India. This is going over here. And yeah, so you it's get a, a world news type of thing. Yeah, so I like that diversity in it where I don't feel like I'm just bogged down with, like, depth and gloom all the time because it's usually a lot more, like, political and, like, nation-moving and what they're talking about. So that's not really, like, super, like, oh, there's someone around the corner that's going to uh, take your purse and you got to, like, be super paranoid or buy this product or something like that where it feels like trying to put you into, like, a specific mind or mood. But I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, I don't really, when I'm listening to the news, I don't really actually hear that. It's just, like, ad nauseum they say, oh, this crime was committed. Okay. Or there's been a string of robberies or there's been a string of carjackings here or like I typically don't see one off things unless it's a murder. Like for murder trials, it's always just a very one off well, thing. But that's also a heartstring thing. The way that I exist, um, there's an older person that sits right there and that TV is never on anything less than 50. <laughs> well, yeah, for the most part. So, yes, that's true, but... I like, hear all the news. <laughs> like, I so, I actively be like, when I go upstairs and use the bathroom, like, I really just don't want to hear anything, so I'm going to play music so I can block out the sound of the news because it's like sitting in here listening to this doom and gloom. Like, how can you listen to doom and gloom all day? This don't make your soul feel heavy? No, not particularly. I mean, why would it? I mean... That's why I'm thinking of music. I mean, your grandpa... Where's your... Where is your old person from? The South. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Doom and glooms, once you deal with our grandparents, their entire life has been fucking doom and gloom for the most part. Yeah, but wouldn't you want to, like, be able to... that? Yeah, move above that, like... Uh, I mean, as far as for most people understand, that's what life is. It's not above that. This is what it is. No, life should not be like that. That is life not has life. Been That's like, what their reality. Now you just answered my question. There. Like we kept thinking, like, why don't you just snap? That, like, what was the snap? They literally just—that's it for them. It's that like is I it. talked to my grandmother. Both my both my grandmothers. No matter how, no matter how much you, it's just like, where are you from? I was from Birmingham, Alabama. I grew up in. We had the segregation, and Damn, from, segre- crazy. from segregation, we went to we went to the Great Depression. From the Great Depression, we had the 
Like, then we had, like, the 50s, 60s, 70s. Uh, like, then you had, inside the 60s, my dad was born somewhere in there. And then you moved, he graduated, he graduated in, like, 75. And then got the 80s, 90s. I mean, honestly, like, as a people or as a group, like, we're not that far away from fucking doom and gloom. Damn, that like, didn't make me ask like the question. We're like 50 or so years removed from a world war. And now that I make you ask the question, if that's what shaped them, what shaped us to always be like, no, this is never good enough? Like, were we shaped by never good enough time? I would, I would say probably watching them and recognizing, hey. Yeah, who did they watch, though? Do we ever ask our parents? They watched their society, the people around them, the people that grew up oh, in I the mean, actual our grandparents? More than likely, mm-hmm. their parents or their grandparents. Like their mother or their previous generation, they were slaves. That's what they watched. Like people's realities, like as black people, our realities are like we're very far removed from it. But talking to my grandmother is just like, oh, my grand, like my mother was just removed from slavery. I think she was like fourteen or fifteen. My grandmother was when slavery actually ended, and her mother was just a slave. Like that's what the world is. So she wasn't a slave, but her mother was. Uh, well, technically she would have been a slave, but it was for a brief period of time. Fifteen years is not a brief period of time to be a slave. In comparison to if you <laughs> live, you if you live ninety, <laughs> comparatively, yes. Okay. Or well, if you're sure. talking about time in memoriam and like, I mean, fifteen years. I guess is not in the context. Long. Okay, we understand that you go back, you see years worth of trauma. Blah 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 blah. So from our parents being ultra consumers. Right, because then around the '80s when they kind of moved into their adulthood, everything was pretty hunky dory, a little bit better than what we got now. So we can say that they was like, hella like, consumerism was like driving force. Yep. Uh, And I guess like watching them seeing like they wasn't really happy. I'm wondering like, do we have a complex of? Well, our our generation were super happy. No, were they? No, and yes. Mm. No to him and yes to you. Well, oh, I mean. Do we have a super complex of just being like, yes, we need to be happy all the time? Yes. Yeah. Hmm? What makes you think my parents, our parents' generation weren't happy? They're not. What makes you say that? Um. Holy. <laughs> Uh, okay. Maybe I just have a different perception on things. So they're not happy because they're always too worried. They don't have any level of sense of security. They had an air of watching their parents' generation lose what security that they had in, like, warehouse jobs because that was the generation before them. Then what got told to them is, hey, go to college. College is uber important and get a job. But getting a job and working in a workforce is a tenuous relationship where you're always kind of worried about, well, hey, got to make sure that I'm doing everything right or I'll get fired. So their focus wasn't on self and who they are as a people. So you can't really get real happiness if you haven't really invested in self. You can have enjoyment. I'm not saying that they didn't enjoy anything. There was fun times. There was good shit. People who are depressed and want to kill themselves 
go to parties and do shit and then go blow their brains out. It wasn't because they couldn't find enjoyment. It's because they didn't have happiness. Mm. Happiness is internal. No one can give you that. And they were never really taught to prioritize that. They're, like you said, their grandparents, their parents are the product are the progeny of slaves. They don't have time to worry about how they felt. They were just trying to secure jobs and are right, get houses and establish sending y'all to college or in high school and making that a thing because y'all need to get an education. It don't matter about you as a person and how you feel. So no, I don't think that they're happy. Do I think that they believe that they're happy? Yes. I don't think that they, but I don't think that they have the tools necessary to really evaluate that and put that in perspective to, all right, well, what does happiness mean to you? And how do you obtain that? And how did you obtain that? And when did you know that you were happy? Oh, maybe I'm looking at this from a different perspective because I'm looking at, like, I would say one parent definitely lived his, like, my dad lived his best life for, like, a good-ass, long-ass time. And I'm not even saying, like, he was, I don't think at any point, like, when he was in college or anything like that, or up to, I mean, even when he picked his, when he got his engineering degree and when he picked, like, the service that he wanted to do. It's just, like, I don't think he was, like, honestly, I don't think my father got really unhappy until he actually had to, like, I don't know, do a normal work workforce thing. So you can say at one point I, it wasn't all hunky-dory and you saw your parents not be happy. I push back against that. What? What you said is your dad went out and enjoyed life. Yeah, and he was happy. He but was, no, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. Oh, maybe he was. Was he pursuing the things that he was interested in? Yeah, going backpacking across Europe. Uh, okay, so been a time in Bahamas. But then there, that's the reason they're not happy. Because they sacrificed happiness for work because they didn't know how to balance the two. Because the parents taught them, you have to be this. This is how you be a success in life. This is how you move forward in life and how you have progress. I mean, I can't really say you're wrong about that. I mean, yeah, so I'm not saying that they've never seen happiness, but they don't, like, sure, they've felt happiness, but feeling happiness and really knowing, like, where that happiness came from and valuing it, your father probably didn't have a real understanding of that, damn, I enjoy traveling and seeing the world, and that might be a part of, like, my foundation and who I am as a person. What he was thinking is, all right, I'm done with my fun years, and I need to get a job and build my career and build a family and move forward in life. I mean, yeah, I mean, possibly. It's real weird because my father got to see a good portion of the world before he actually decided to, like, chill out and, you know, life life and do the quote-unquote adult thing as one would probably describe it when you were born, like, when you graduated high school in, like, 75 or 76 or something like that. And when you graduate, you move. And, but, yeah, I don't know. You know, I'm not saying that he necessarily had kids right out of college or anything oh, like my that. Dad, my dad didn't have, like, neither. well, my mother had a kid before her, but my father didn't have me until he was, like, 35. Yeah, no, I don't like, think he that he fully had, like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that he was more, like, focused on the grind of work <laughs> than... Th he probably actually really didn't start forget, for grinding on... Until he had me, he wasn't really that dude it was for the most part me that forced him to be a real like well 
Top there goes buckle all up. the fun parts. No more motorcycle. No more. It's just like none of the fun stuff that one would normally have because you got to take care of me. So, I mean, that's typically the thing for most parents and for most people of the, that age. Once you have kid, kids and the way our that generation taught us is just like, as parents, you don't necessarily get to be quote unquote happy. Your kid comes first. You come second. That that's can the be way the true, world But you can still be happy. Like, I don't feel like your kid coming first and you coming second has to mean that you are unhappy now. I don't it's know just why that has to... Your happiness is not a priority. But it doesn't mean that you... Can't be happy? Correct. But your happiness is not a priority. It's not the number one priority. No, it's not a priority at all. No, no. It's not the number one priority. It's just like... The fact that they don't believe that it's a priority at all is probably the issue. It is still a priority. Your happiness is tantamount to probably your effectiveness in being a parent. If you're unhappy and you're miserable, you're probably offshooting some of that negatively onto your child and not necessarily being the most open and, like, accepting and parent that can, like, have a dynamic conversation and say, hey, there's nuance in this. Because, hey, you've had this stressful ass day and you're not worried about happiness. You're just trying to get all that you can get so you can take care of your kid and there's no, like, real self-care. I don't really know where the... Self-care, self-care hasn't really been a thing until, I mean, it's existed this entire time, obviously. But, but, that's but it hasn't point. been emphasized until recently. But that's why I don't think that they have had happiness because they don't take, you can't not take care of yourself and then be like, oh, I'm happy. Nigga, you on autopilot. <laughs> Where, right. Like, you said this is going to be the equation of my life. I'm going to pull this lever and just start running the program and just letting it go. And it's like I mean, sim- it's like a simulation for real. Like you for, wake up and do exactly the same thing. I mean, for time and memoriam, for most for the most part, your effort has just been keeping food on the table. Like people's effort was keeping food on the table, like getting yourself fed, taking care of your family, and waking up the next day. That's for the most part what everyone was dedicated to. I guess my original question would be: I don't think I asked her. Clearly, well, maybe I did. Is I feel like sometimes our generation just put an overemphasis on self awareness and self care and freedom and happiness a little bit too fucking much. It's just too much, and I'm wondering what did they do to make us jump off? I guess seeing seeing our parents be not as happy as they could be made us go overboard and being like. Well, the self-care, the self-awareness, all these things about self is yeah. have now catapulted to this extreme where... Have you ever seen your parents around their high school or, like, yeah, friends from their younger years talking about the good old days? Mm-hmm. And do you see the difference and reverence in which they hold that as opposed to what they're doing now? Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of... I don't know. That's what I saw. And it's just, like... Why can't your entire life be this thing that you look back and you smile about? Yeah, no, I I get that. But I think we put too much of an importance on every moment has to be 
a happy moment and every moment has to be self-indulgent and self-care and every moment has to be indulgent and self-awareness. I think it's it's fake Mm -hmm. because every moment has to be captured on a phone for an Instagram caption, for a TikTok, for a moment, for a like, for another interaction. So I don't think that people are really and at a wide range are doing it for like true self-care and like those things they're doing it because it's what they think is a popular thing right now and even if all right so if we had to take media out the equation do we look at our friends and be like oh my friends really take good care of themselves like for real like not just us in the room even the people that you wouldn't Uh say is on the level i would say like yeah being self-aware i would say yes and some of the other ones are starting to like I had to remember that one of my homies, he's actually quite a bit younger than me. Like, um, I think I know who you're talking about. Black truck. Huh? He drives a black truck. For real? Um, starts with a Z. Anyway. Right. <laughs> All right. So, but yeah, he's very self-aware. Like, me and him, every time we link up, oh. at least have an hour conversation. Mm-hmm. Hour and a half. And so he's been on the path. And, like, me and him, um, and sometimes he's a little young-minded on certain things. But then, like I said, I had to remember that he is young. So that is to be expected. Like, before when I was trying to get him on certain things, he was like, nah. What you're saying is making sense, but he wasn't necessarily doing it. But that was young, so I got to respect that. But he's definitely always kind of been more self-aware and, like, getting to a place of, like, being able to deal with self-care. Um, but he also had to do a lot of, like, personal stuff, too, first. And so he's like, I had to deal with this before I could really deal with, like, how I feel about things. And I was like, that's fair. Like, sometimes life is going to life, and... You got to deal with, like, I got to work to eat. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't got really the time to worry about these other things. So, um, and then some of my other homies are starting to become more self-aware and, like, recognizing some of, like, their own shortcomings or, like, things that they were doing that were causing, like, like issues. Like, yeah, like, just doing too much of shit and like letting that like distract their focus women drinking partying kicking it shit you know normal shit but just recognizing that this is a lot of the reason why i'm in this position and i was doing a lot of like pointing at other people as to why i was here but realistically it's these things that i'm doing and so i need to like step up but i think it's because we and just in general, in our peer groups have more people that are willing to have those conversations with us. So, like, I talk to a dude, and so I'm sure that he's talking to him and everything like that. And so just, like, having at least one friend that's like, hey, no, you got to do this, and then him being able to convince the other people around him. And then now you being the one on the island that's like, all right, well, I'm the only one that's not, like, looking at myself and, like, making a change, and I see all of them. So I think it's a lot more of, like, people holding each other accountable. At mm-hmm. least in like the circles that I hang out with. 
I don't know. I don't, Charles, I don't know why he shrugged his shoulders. Like, what about your oh. circle, sir? My circle? <laughs> yeah, you just shrugged his shoulders. Like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. Who's that mean? I don't. I mean, I have a lot of circles, so that means I haven't evaluated the, each individ, independently to say whether or not that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just... I mean, people are just all inside of different places in their lives, and they, I think, they just figure out the things that they value the most, and then they put emphasis on those. Uh, I think the only real skill set that we have, probably that our parents don't re- didn't really have to the same capacity, is the ability to reevaluate those uh reevaluate the reverence in which we hold something, like I don't know work. Most people, a lot of people will probably put that as priority one. And then for the most part, we've been slowly sliding that down. It's just like, eh, that's not really all that important. And it's just like. Shit, even back in the day, kids weren't priority one. It was work. Parents whole ass miss any type of a kid event for work. Fuck how you feel, kid. I got to get this job because this job said I can't be there today. I know I promised you. But I got to keep make sure that I'm doing this one because I got to keep money. But so I don't think kids have our ever generation been. or maybe a little bit, I guess, like with my cousins, they like uh, my one of my cousins, mayor and the other her husband, her husband literally tells his job like, yo, I'm going to be a couple hours late because I got to go to my kid's soccer game. And that's important to them. Y'all want to help me produce a show? What? About um, retired strippers in our 30s with kids that move to middle America and get regular jobs. I'm good, Tony. That's just random. You sure? That's just random. We're, we, we're in the middle of a deep conversation. You bring up re- retired strippers. How is it random? In any event. So what about you, Ash? I'm not saying no, because that sounds hella lit. But also, not right now. <laughs> but, I'm not saying no. But also, not right now. I'm not going to give you a definitive You just answer. derailed the whole conversation. Because that sounds so cool to film. Like, I feel like they need their story told. Yeah, no, they, they don't. They retired they strippers. They know no, what they signed up for. The respect for these, for these ladies. Yeah, it's, it's not no respect. I mean, when you enter into a field, you know what you signed up for. Nigga, it's life after, you know, your body change and whatever yeah. reason. Even if uh, you're young I and mean, 22, it's like, I just want to do something different. Don't you just be like, well, what is their story? Like, how do they readjust? Because I was telling my boyfriend the other day. They readjust like everybody else. How does everybody else readjust, Charles? You sit down, you figure out what, you shift your priorities, and you learn the new role that you need to learn. What does that look like when you have a child and you don't necessarily have all the time you need? That's that's diary of a single mom. That's pretty normal. This nigga don't want to see shit. He's so dark. <laughs> I mean, fault. that's the world that we live in. It's your fault. I feel like it would be like a good when show. I was at, and like, Ash thinks it would be a good show. I've watched my sister it's do that. two on one. I've watched... Other, like I've seen this. If I want to see this show, you know what most people can do? He clearly they can go look at their sisters right? or their own mother. <laughs> yeah, you're not the audience. You're not the audience. You're not, not the audience. audience. This is like, I don't watch TV. Just be like, yeah. <laughs> Oh so God. why are you spinning this to me? Because you're, you're, tr- you're trying to get know. me to help no. produce this. What you're supposed to do is get outside of your mind and get into the mind of the audience. That's what you got to do. I don't understand as... 
most audience. <laughs> I don't understand most TV audience. I don't understand why certain things exist. Why does Real Housewives even on started. the airwaves? All right, you know, what? I can literally watch people's brain cells dying. <laughs> Seen his would face. you rather hurt um, your significant other's feelings, or would you rather have your feelings hurt? <laughs> why would I? Would I rather hurt my? Si- oh, why are you changing the question? No, that's what. It, it, no, yeah. it doesn't. No, would no. you rather have your feelings hurt or hurt someone no, else's? Because I'm Don't asking change that the question. So it's my questions. I can do that. <laughs> what you mean? I can do that. I just didn't would feel you like rather hurt our your... feelings are one in the same? So if hers are hurt, mine are hurt. So you that doesn't make sense. That's not the truth. That's not true. That's not true at all. That's not true at all. Oh shit. What do you mean? Wait a second. Um if y'all disagree, you change the question, I could change my answer. That's not that's not the same. You guys don't have the same feelings. What? You guys don't have the same feelings. We are one and the same. We are one entity now, Tony. You and every significant other? And every significant other. You just immediately become one? What? <laughs> our goals are one and the same. So between every time, one. every time you date someone, I mean, at some point our paths diverge, and then we end, and we end off on good terms more times than not. Tony, I didn't say you end on bad terms. Yeah, it's just like when our feelings cannot be one. That means it is time for us to part, and, become, part and, go, and become different individuals. So your feelings this aren't always one. Thing. We're no longer together when our feelings aren't one. Ooh, what don't you understand? So that's your feelings. When our Tell feelings, him his third eye closed, ain't it, Charles? <laughs> his third eye closed. Nah, that's bullshit. <laughs> the third eye closed. That's pusillanimous. It's pusillanimous. <laughs> that's what that is. Pusillanimous. Damn, you don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. Oh. Giant pusillanimous. Oh, my feelings get hurt all the time, so I'm not really worried about who's feeling gets hurt inside of a particular situation. Truth is the truth. <laughs> this nigga say, you know, actually, if my, oh, feelings, my feelings get hurt, get hurt whatever. You know what I feel, know what I do? I sit down, I analyze the reason why my feelings are hurt. Is this actually, like, why do I feel this way? Is this, like, the feelings themselves are valid, but sometimes they can, they can come from, you can be having a knee-jerk reaction to to things it can just be like oh they called me out so it means i'm upset that they called me out so, but you're not really upset what they're saying you're upset about being called out and it depends on the situation for me because the truth don't always need to be said right then and there and i know that's counterintuitive but sometimes we have to wait for the truth to be revealed even no matter how you feel about it some some people just ain't ready to receive the truth and you have to be pretty cognizant of that oh that's so, not the kind of person if you should like at any point in time, you need to be able to look at it, and you need to be able to be be able to be wrong. Mm-mm. And if you're not ready to be wrong, well, how are you out here making decisions? But it's when did we give up the fight of being right and wrong? You could know the truth right then and there, but in that instance, why do you care about being right and somebody else being wrong, and vice versa? Why do I, I care always about have what's to be be- mad at? I care about what's best for this other person. Why do you so know what's best for them? That's the arrogance right there. You don't know what's best for I care about what's best for this individual yeah, person. Yeah, but okay. Now is them going to bump their heads like the best thing for them? No, but even if you told them the truth and they wasn't able to receive the truth at that point in time, what you going to do if they still continue going on the same path? Oh, at that point, it's completely and totally on them. And when you get the results that but you that's get, what I'm saying. you look it's at them about, and you say, at the well, end of the day, don't 
because you know what happens when people bump their head? They're like, why didn't anybody tell me? I told you, you chose not to listen. But and thus, this is the result that you get. That's what I'm saying. You're more concerned with being right no, in that isn't. moment. Yeah, you're still I'm not going really back concerned like, about oh. being right. I'm concerned about them going into this decision with the entire, with the entire hand. Mm-hmm. And if you choose to misplay your hands, that is a choice that you made, and you have to be able to accept that. When people get out of this decision, they're like, why didn't anybody tell me? Well, I did tell you. So as of this point, you got to just accept the decisions that you made. And they're you just have upset to ex- about it. And you have to accept what it. What if they don't say, why didn't anybody tell me? Why if they're just upset about it? You upset it with yourself and you got to grapple with that yourself. You see, that's what I'm saying. You still trying to be right. <laughs> that's not really about being right. I mean, that's <laughs> just what it is. <laughs> you still trying I to be like, you. I have the moral high ground here. It's not I'm really coming a sense out of victorious morality. because I told you this isn't that about what you being did was moral fucked at all. Up. It's just like, as of this point, the results of your actions, you are at fault for them. Mm-hmm. So you have to come to grips with these results and then learn how to be okay with it. This is true. But sometimes they don't need to know right then and there. It has to be a level you gauge in the situation and be like, I don't know if you need to know the truth right now or if you need to find it out on your own. Because realistically, even if I told you the truth, you still dead set on going down this path. No matter what I say, it's really going to change this. <laughs> Then so how at do you this gauge point, that? Well, at this point, one, why are you even asking questions about this? Because you just want to go do it. You should just re- go do it. Like when I like. You just you want me to tell you it's OK that you're about to do this thing that you're about to. That's do. That's what there. I'm saying. Sometimes the truth don't need to be told. That's why I don't always agree with hurting somebody else's feelings just for the sake of the Stop truth. Looking for verification from other people. That's Just how go people do what you are. Need to do. But that's how people are. That's how humans are. They need the validation. Sometimes I need the significant validation. It's just going to want you to validate them and not really tell them everything. That's not who I am. That's not who you are, but that's and not so how So if you come to me and you ask the question, I'm go- I'm either try going to A, navigate you to a the choice that you were the most okay with? What if after the first couple of times that you do that, they express, hey, sometimes that I come to you, I just, I'm not really looking for you to, like, solve, solve a problem. Solve a problem. At that point, is well, first, at that point, I come to ask you, I'm going to start asking a very important question. Are you trying to solve a problem or are you just trying to vent? And that's fair. But sometimes you don't, you ain't granted that. Sometimes just people don't even know they want that. They just, you know what I mean? So how do you know how to discern the truth? At the end of it, you could ask them like, hey, you know, do you want help or you just want to be listening? Well, I let them, I let them list out their entire thing. And I say, well. But usually your, like, your your MO is to solve a problem. It's not, I don't ever, like, majority of the time, you're not like, hey, Ash, what's the problem with this? Oh, this is how you solve it. Usually, that's what you do. That's how that's how you operate. Well, I don't ever hear you being like, damn, Ash, that sucks, and then going on about your life. It's usually like, well, this is what needs to be done to prevent more future situations. That's just how you operate. That's how you usually... But there's there's <clears> two <throat> different types of people, and I... And there is some amount of nuance to about this thing because mm-hmm. I get vented to quite a bit. Yeah. You know the you know the way you know when somebody wants to vent, mm-hmm. they don't actually ever allow for any point of rebuttal. Mm. They just keep talking, they keep going, they keep going, they keep going. And at that point, I just kind of start doing some, some someone else, and because at that point, I'm a sounding board. <coughs> That's what I signed up for, mm-hmm. and I'm that for some people. But at that point, it's just like. Mm. But the moment minute you ask me a question, it's just like, well, what do you think about this situation? 
Now you've actually asked me for, now you actually asked me to interpret this situation. Here's my interpretation of this. Yeah. And Do with that it, what you will. Sometimes it don't need a, a solution. But that's why I'm saying, like, how am I to tell you what's right or what's wrong about your life, for real? And that's why I'm just, like, hurting people's feelings. I don't want to do that. But I know the truth comes with that if it's that time for truth to be revealed. So. But sometimes you just got to suck it up and get let your but feelings be hurt. But at the end of the day, hurt. yeah, sometimes like, I'm, your My feelings, feelings get hurt all the time. be hurt. My feelings get hurt, too. That's what I'm saying. Feelings just get hurt, so. Like, feelings are erroneous things that are that can get in the way of you of actual personal growth sometimes mm-hmm. so it's like yeah your feelings are valid but you also got to understand feelings be getting in a way so it's even though it hurts your feelings it's not all even though their feelings are gonna get hurt it doesn't always it's not always right to withhold that hurt their hurt feelings from them because it's at some point they're going to have to learn how to like grapple with that quickly and get over it. Yeah. And I'm saying that decision ain't really up to you at that point in time. I mean, mean? it's going to take somebody hurting their feelings. Who said it had to be you? That's what I'm saying. Who said it had to be me? It's going to be somebody. It is. And sometimes it's not going to be me. Sometimes it's going to be life. I'm not here to treat people with kid gloves. That's, no one says you have to treat nobody with kid gloves. You have already made the decision. I will hurt your feelings, and I don't give a fuck. But sometimes for me, the discernment is saying, when does the truth need to be spoken? And when does it need to be saved for a later time? Or when do they need to learn this on their own? For me personally, I don't feel like I hold that power over any person's life. If you do ask me my opinion on it, I will tell you. But other than that, I don't really feel like I have that much upholding over what I think what is right and what is wrong. And even then, like, if you see somebody just wanting to do their own shit, then they need to go and do their own things and learn their lessons on their own time, no matter who fucking said it. I mean, just go bump your head then. If yeah. you're ready to just... <laughs> he it, sounds so mad about the going uh, bump, just go, go, bump go bump your, bump your head. head then, nigga. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> fucking head that's up. a natural part of, that's a natural part of life. Up you, people bump their heads. Yeah. It's a part of it. But, but even if they come back like, to you to be like, yeah, I bumped my fucking head even after they told you, you're going to stand over them and tell them the truth? Like, yeah, didn't I tell you? No, or I'm just, just going to be like, like well, it's sorry. over now. <laughs> I'm sorry. How are we going to move forward from all this shit? The so what'd you of, learn? The sense of compassion, I guess, is a little bit more of a do of something I'm just thinking about. Like like I said, I'm I'm not a believer in lying, but I also know that. Sometimes the truth, you ain't really ready for it yet. Because you know the worst thing that you could possibly do? Go bump your head and learn nothing from it. That's true, too. That's when I'll be looking at you like, well, what were you doing out there? You out here fucking up and not learning from it? Mm-hmm. Now we got a problem, and we probably shouldn't be in a relationship. <laughs> it's like, you can't be out here fucking up and not learning. From- it's, like, it's like you bounce a check. And it's just like, all right, I got to learn how to, I got to keep my checkbook tight. And, but you just keep bouncing checks Mm -hmm. over and over and over and over again. And it's not because of like, not because you don't have the money. It's in savings. You just haven't transferred because you're, but you're not tracking your account correctly. Well, if they just don't know how. (laughs) I'm not accounting for the fact that they just might not have the skill. How do you not know how to check your bank account? (laughs) There you go again. What's the next would you rather? 
I've literally like, had to teach people how to open a bank account, but we're going to go to the no, next one. No, open a bank account. Is, uh, that's and not no, the and then teach them how to operate it. Teach them how to save. Teach them the entirety of their world of finance. I just need you to not bounce checks, but dear. Anyway, the next would you rather is, would you rather go back 15 years knowing what you know now mm-hmm. or go for 10 years and have $10 million? Go back where I know. For, go back 15 years. 10 mil. <laughs> Ash is going for you're going back I'm going back for what I'd be 17 that's so weird though I have bro you would be the 10 oh wait if I go back you'd be 15? 15 years right now you'd be 15 years old I'm no, not trying to review oh, yeah, I would. that yeah. I would, yeah, you know what I would do yes, you would. I be me being 15 isn't that, that bad I didn't mind high school like I'm happy that I don't have to. I'm happy that I don't have to go back to being 15 because that means I just get to finish like my last year of high school because I'm, I'm 17. I'm not going back to that cesspool of being a 15 year old girl. Oh yeah, because you'd be fuck y'all. Oh look <laughs> at that. I wouldn't have to be that yet. See, no, if I had to be that young, maybe it would be more of a consideration. Nigga, what would I do but with the I'm information? I at 17, I'd be 17. I can start going making money, buying laptops and setting up. Nigga, I'm filming all that conversation we had at Charles Carl's house. Bro, you I'm not even playing that game. You know what I'm doing? I'm taking I'm keeping all of my birthday money buying $300 worth of Bitcoin sitting on it oh, for yeah. oh, It's bro, just I'm like on Bitcoin. I can make the 15 million dollars I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna sit on Bitcoin. I'm gonna buy Tesla stock. Like no, I'm gonna be up. Nope, you already guaranteeing me ten mil. I'm running hacks. It's guaranteed. All I gotta do is be forty. Yeah, I'm gonna be all right. Yeah, it's not that difficult. I can be forty two and have ten million. A guaranteed ten million dollars, but you don't know what your stupid stuff. This nigga had a whole problem traveling an hour and a half to go see these bitches. Get the fuck out of my face. Oh no, but you know all the stuff that you know now. (laughs) Now knowing Tony, he would probably still do some of those things because he got the time to do it. You don't know what you're gonna choose to do with all this information. I get to make. I get to not make some primary sins. Nah, nigga, I'm getting older, one step closer to paradise. I'm more confident in myself, so I'm really not giving a fuck about it. Nobody got really got to think about me, and I got a guaranteed ten mil. Bring but you it. have the same brain that you have now. I'm gonna have a better so, brain when I had when I was ten years fast forward with ten million dollars. No, you what don't. You're you gonna saying? have the same mind that you had when you were thirty. That's okay. I still got a guaranteed as 10 opposed million. to the thirty year olds and the fifteen not, year olds. Y'all not body. promising money at that point. I'm y'all not. want me to go <laughs> to this point where I was fucking terribly depressed, severely See, depressed. I knew would you rather's would be a good thing. And Charles I got do all this. these skills. Nigga, at a seventeen year old mind, your brain don't even develop till you're twenty five. How do you know? for sure you're going to choose these things. You don't know. Oh. Oh, you haven't had that story for me. Oh, my God, nigga. You... I've been this nigga for a very long time. And the fact that you haven't <laughs> changed me, you mean you're probably going to be the same thing at 40, so just take to me and no, be I'm done. A, I'm going to make more. And then I'm... I will, it's like I'm going to become an economical force for like altruistic no, y'all put good. Way too much overemphasis on youth. Fuck being young. I I did not like being young. I, listen, I don't I, know. It's I'm just gonna like, age pretty cool. I mean, niggas I had don't a think I'm cool. fresh out of college. I'm like, how old are you? How do you think I am? <laughs> I still got that privilege, and I'm glad that I'm black because of it. But also, 
He didn't say you was guaranteed nothing. He was just, yeah, you're saying no, mindset. I just get to go back with the knowledge that I have now. Okay, okay, I already listen. know how to program. I already know how to do all this thing. Now if me and Tony same... both go back, you know, you know the kind of games we about to be running? Get the fuck out of here. Listen, I'm not saying that our lives are fucking terrible, but we clearly not where we want to be. So how does being a 15-year-old mean that it's going to be any fucking better? Because our mindset, on time. Our mindset clearly isn't the best of what it could be because if it was, maybe maybe things would be, you know, catapulted a little bit faster. The level of wisdom I have right now back inside of that body it's like, first things first, all the relationship faux pods that I made, none Get of the them. fuck out of here. Y'all just wanted to be young niggas again. That's no, it. Yes, you, you have did. to understand, as a young dude, I still didn't even run around like a regular young dude. You know yeah, what I'm going to yeah, be doing? Yeah. Playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Kicking it with David. Talking to some girls. All that out the window when them 17-year-old hormones kick in, huh? Oh, I mean, Tony, did you care? <laughs> what would you do when you were 17 and those hormones decided that actually, it was going to rule your whole actually, day? The greatest thing is <laughs> I was not fucking when I was 17. Oh, is it 18? Well, you was thinking about it, wasn't you? Yeah. I didn't lose my virginity until I was 18 years old. Uh-huh. Yeah, And those true. hormones were still... Re- oh, my God. Ch- this story I mean, was why even, are you I was, so... Well, I was six I months old. into my 18-year-old, so it would be like if I went back 15 years from today... I would still have a year's worth of time because I didn't lose my virginity until October. Mm-hmm. No, I lost it sometime in like September. Yeah, the beginning of September. Mm. So, but yeah, still about a year. It's not even about. And so know. I'd be, and so I would be wholly focused on this mission. I was just, kicking it, and I was like, "We should be doing something." I don't bro. know. It's just like no. it would be, be a very interesting cameras. thing I would because be buying like, stuff. So if we, and then you gotta put in the. So you're telling me that you gotta put in all that fucking work when no, all you had to do. I'm gonna just buy Bitcoin. Just go, I mean, you don't understand how 17 lo- Bitcoin wasn't a thing. Bitcoin became popular in the around when I was at least 24. No, but it was out no, well. Bitcoin's before been now. a thing for a very long time. Since 2007. No one cared about it until you were 24. It was extremely hard to mine Bitcoin at that time. It wasn't <laughs> as easy like it was today. Not I watched a hard documentary where it was like you gotta have these ten thousand dollar computers to mine the Bitcoin. I watched yeah, a but whole you can documentary still buy about it. that. You got ten thousand dollars at seventeen. No, you, no, you say, don't. You no, want to know why? Because no, no. you forgot ten million. I wouldn't buy. The, I wouldn't be mining it. I, I would just be buying the coins. The coins. The coins wasn't out then. Yeah, they yeah, were. They, cheap. Were. they were selling them for dirt cheap, and no one believed in them. Mm-hmm. And so me and Tony would just buy. They skyrocketed bunch. in price. And so then, then, how many years would you have to wait until those things? You st- I got fifteen years. <laughs> I'm about to go back to doing what I was doing before, but now I got this in the bank. It's like one now, wait choice. Is- fifteen years, right? <laughs> Right? All I had to do was, this is, I'm assuming it's in a blip, right? Finger, yes. finger snap. <clears throat> Ash 40 with 10 million. So that's 15 years for Ash to take that 10 million to turn into something it's else. Just like, Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you gotta understand. It's just like, I got right. 15 that years good, of that. that that's that's I just can, Get the fuck out. So why did I have make y'all 10 million? I, I could got, be making 100. It's just more so my knowledge that I already have. Fool, y'all just wanted to be young back, again. It's just like, you know what's funny? Oh, man. Right. We're not going to change either I one. I can make Facebook. No one's going to change anyone's mind. That's what I know. I know neither one of y'all is going to change your minds, and I'm not changing my mind. You wanted this. I know, but I gotta, I'm got. i going to the next one. All right. So the, the, next one. Um, the last would you rather is, would you rather bring back a loved one who's passed and have another year to spend with them, 
or repair a relationship that you had with somebody else that was um damaged. And like it'd be like and not like you had to do the work, but like y'all have like a really estranged relationship and it's instantly repaired. Uh I'm a weirdo. I well I guess this is a would you rather, so I gotta pick one. I don't know, I guess bring somebody back to life. I don't feel very strong about either one. If I'm estranged from somebody, I'm estranged for a reason. And almost everyone that's died around me has died inside a level of misery. So I don't believe that me being vain and bringing them back to life for my own per- personal gain is actually a good thing to do. I mean, they'd be fully healthy when you bring them back. Then they wouldn't die inside of a year. No, th- th- that's the end. That's the end of it. It's, just, it's like a magic. You get and a year like with everyone them. Everyone else, they would still be old. It's just like, I mean, I guess I could bring my grandfather Charles back, but it's just like, I don't know. No, that element of growth was fundamental in my grandmother's like lifespan. No, you dead. Just, just undoing dead. that it's only de- for a year. Right. You just dead. Just be dead. It's only just like, this then, shit. like oh, bring them back only for a year in which they're healthy. I don't know, man. It's, just die. Just be dead. Let's continue with these other relationships that can thrive. And life. I also so don't would, have any. So you would fix that strange relationship. Yeah. What the fuck you dead? What the fuck we gotta do? That's I don't done have for. Any lo- and then you gonna die again a year later. To that level. Everyone I just have is just kind of randomly grown apart from me. I have actually not really broke off from anyone inside of pure vitriol. <sighs> That's not true. True. Ooh. I say. There's some familial issues. Oh, I'm not fixing it. Though. Fuck them. No, but my thing is, in this situation, they would have fixed the situation. They would have done the things that they need to do to repair it and make it a reputable situation. That's I don't need, that, that, oh, no, that's not natural. I don't care. <laughs> that's me forcing them to do the things no, no, that they no, needed right, to do. No, no, no. no I'm this saying, entire situation is untenable. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not thinking that. He said no. He said fuck, fuck them. Damn. <laughs> Charles, but you do know you have to go through the grieving process again, again after the year, right? And even if it's still easier, I have to pick one. Honestly, Tony, I would just pick neither. He said, "I don't want to do neither one of these." He said, "Since I had to pick, I picked this." If one. Morpheus walked up to me with two pills, I'd smack the pills out of his head. It's just like he said, what? That's dead. He said, "If he these said, was two no, pills, nigga. fuck both, fuck of, both them. of them." I mean, that's fine. I, he's, I'm. I thought you might choose to repair it, like have them actually like d- take the steps that they no, need to em. take. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that way about the dead people. Fuck them. Like, well, you just dead. Exactly. It's just like, you feel <laughs> that way. I mean, the dead person is just like me talking to my, fa- my grandfather and getting that level of wisdom is like, right, that would be useful. What you gonna useful, do? Ride but- a fucking Ferris wheel together? <laughs> what the fuck, nigga? You get the fuck out of my face. Uh, like, just I'm named die. after my grandfather. Uh-huh. It's just like, He's the person who taught my father. It's yeah, like, there's then, just a level. Of, there's always been a, to a certain degree. That's hilarious. And they come back with a same personality. Get the I fuck out. I literally wrote that earlier today, and that's literally what your dad did. What? This right here. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I yeah, I wrote that earlier. Uh-huh. And that is literally what he just said about his dad. That's what I but that's just what I've always seen is like women start to look to create more time and then men look to like secure more resources. Mm-hmm. But I also but anyway. think that has effects on work. But anyway, I think that was a good like breathing room from all that heavy conversation to. Yeah, you always that. 
get us to this. So I, did, I did a good job. So I, I did a good job DJ in this at, episode. Why are you starting at the top 50? Because I'm not starting with 500 and then going through all of them. Uh, because but, like some of the more interesting snubs are down there. So you want to go from one to fifty, or you want to go fifty to one? Start from the bottom, work our way up. Start from the bottom. <laughs> now we're start here. Right where All we right. Are. right. To get context, can you give us? We are looking at. Can the, you give me sixty through sixty to 50, 51? Why? Because you have to figure in order to gain context on what's at fifty, you have to know what came before it. We don't. We're gonna have to be down the whole fucking list then. No, we don't. We don't need. To, we don't because care. Because we only. I am just looking for actual context. I mean, I have just, context of what's before this, and this is that's wrong. How? Regardless we of whatever it's, at, it's wrong, Charles. Oh no, I know he's mad. I'm the person who saw the fifty is wrong. Fifty is wrong. Fifty is wrong. How did? Damn, that's crazy. Fifty is wrong. Okay. Grandmaster Flash, Fly in the Family Soul, Missy Elliott single, Madonna, Smokey Robinson, Miracle Tracks in My Tears, Beat, Beach Boy Gets Vibrations. How did I feel love become man? Oh, this is true. See, and there you go. That's the context I'm looking for. Man. All right, so. Okay, now that we've seen that. Are yeah. any, do you think any of those 10 songs are better than Daddy Yankee's Gasolina? Yes, it's a handful of songs that had way more influential. Come on now. All right. So Daddy Yankee is number 50. <laughs> we have Lauryn Hill, Hill Doo Wop 49. Mm-hmm. How you feel about that? Mm-hmm. We have Radiohead. I did look at it. Okay. <laughs> Elton John, Tiny Dancer. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I didn't know. What, I didn't. Too, what is it? And my paper points. I don't understand. What is they reason? With Dippo's brilliantly flipped. I guess what is the? I, I can understand you talking about context, but what gets them on the list ranking well, wise? Is it based on influence and shit? Oh, uh, what's the actual name of the top? No, it, it's the greatest songs of all time. Period. Okay. There's yeah. nothing. They just like yep. Yeah, these are the greatest. 500 greatest songs of all time. So it's not about the level of influence. It's not where they derived it from. It's literally just pure execution and how fu- how big of a fucking banger these it. things are. So you got to get a list, a total reboot. To create the new version of the RS500, we convened a pool of more than 250 artists, blah, 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 blah. And I guess this was a vote. Okay, here we go. More on, more on how we made the list and who voted. Can you click that? Is that a link? You can tell how different everyone is in terms of their consumption, the way they consume these things. Yeah, because I'm like, I don't care how they made the list. It's wrong. Tony just hated the vitriol. I know it's wrong. I don't care about I'm always trying to inform context. Ash even wants more context than I would. All context is wrong. I don't care about that. Artist songwriters. Uh, okay, go back to the list. If I say it don't matter, but then whatever. Burks, well, this yeah. is all the people that they, they said they asked. Voters were asked to submit ranked ballots listing their 50 favorite songs of all time. Votes were tabulated with the highest ranked songs on each list receiving 300 points a second, 200. More than 4,000 songs received at least one vote. 
Okay. You so you home? literally just asked it for a list of everyone's 50 favorite songs. And then based upon the number of votes that they received, that's how you, that's how you got onto the list. Okay. I feel so, like that's a lie. What do you mean? Oh. Uh, I don't think they really calculated all that. That's, that's not I'm that saying. difficult a calculation. I'm not saying that it is. You keep assuming that I'm saying something is complicated when I'm saying that I think someone didn't do it. Oh. I don't think they didn't do it because it was hard. I think that they just wrote that because it was nice to say. Oh, I think that they actually did it because... Oh, coming up with 500 song, songs and ranking them all on your own feels like it's probably... I didn't think it was all on their own, but I think it's like... What I would say is probably they sent those ballots out. I was like, sure, let's send these out so we can say we asked people and then we're going to come up with the list because they already created a list and said, hey, we just remade it. Yeah. So I don't think that they just like... I mean, if anybody... Re- but the only problem with... Depending upon the way they sent it. All right, it's 45. You could actually go through and recalculate this and figure it out. Billy Jean is 44. Michael Jackson, Billy Bean is 44. Michael, Let's keep going. Billy Bean? My Temptation, My Girl. Bob Marley, Wailers. Redemption Song. Love will Joy Divison. Love Will Tell Us Apart. The Jimmy How Hendrix is that on 40? Mm, just keep waiting. Outcast B.O.B. <laughs> is a better song than it. Bombs Over Baghdad. Bombs Over Baghdad is a better, <laughs> a better song, song than Jimi Hendrix. Jimi's all in Watchtower. Yeah. They <laughs> fucked up. Otis Redding sitting There's on the dock, dock of the, of the bay. bay. Prince When Doves, Doves Cry is at 37. Seven the White Stripes, Seven Nation Army. Little, Little Richard, Richard Tutti Fruity. James Brown, Papa's Got a Brand New Bag. Chuck <laughs> Berry. Chuck Berry, the original rock and roll guy. Notorious B.I.G. Juicy. Rolling Stones. I can't get no satisfaction. Satisfaction. I can't get no. Lord. Lord is better than Jimi Hendrix. Lord is better than Jimi Hendrix. (laughs) And Prince. Oh, and Michael Jackson. Don't forget that. Dr. Dre and Snoop. Um, nothing but a G thing. Talking heads once in a lifetime. Yeah. Okay. Bruce Springsteen, Born to Run. Johnny Mitchell, A Case of You. Kanye West and Push Your T. Run Away. Run Away. The The Beatles, A Day in the Life. David Bowie, Heroes. The Runettes, Be My Baby. Billy Holiday, Strange Fruit. Now you ready to see the top 20 that beat Billy Holiday, Strange Fruit? <laughs> All right. Who the fuck? I'm going to play this. <laughs> what? That's better than Strange Fruit. That beat Strange Fruit. It did. I don't know who puts Dancing on My Own on their list. A lot of people put Dancing on My Own on their list. It's literally in the top 20. John Legend Imagine. Okay, it makes it so good. Prince Purple Rain. And the Revolution Purple Rain. Bohemian Rhapsody is 17. No, no, no. I'm about to get mad because Beyonce and Jay-Z crazy, crazy is better than, than Bohemian Rhapsody. This is better than Bohemian Rhapsody? No. 
Hey. The Beatles, I want to hold your hand. I can play as a DJ at any point in time. I can put Crazy in Love on and everyone knows all the words to it. No, we don't. Everyone niggas. I don't know any of the words. I can play Bohemian Rhapsody and everybody knows the words. Not everybody. I can tell you confidently, not everybody. They might else. not know the beginning, but everybody knows that chorus is going to have a great time singing it. Oh, no. I can, for the most part, sing the entire song, but not everybody knows Bohemian Rhapsody. The King I sing Waterloo. Rolling Stones give me shelter, which I would think satisfaction would actually be. Stevie Wonder Superstition. Superstition. You're getting ready to see the top 10 <laughs> that put Stevie Wonder down. <laughs> in the Night Tim right out the top 10. Beast Boy, God Only Knows, which is very odd. Like Outcast, hey, y'all. Top that's 10. Just, and it's 10. That shit's iconic. Fleetwood Mac Dreams. That's my shit. Missy get Elliott. Your freak, get your fucking Fleetwood Mac. Bro, it's, get your freak on his number eight. Number eight. This is the, actually the one that broke Tony. Get your freak on his number, number eight. eight. It was, it's, it's very better interesting. Than strange Fruit. It's better than Prince. All it's Michael Jackson. Jimmy Hind. Bruh. That shit. Bruh. Stop. <laughs> Give Missy. Strawberry. Strawberry. The Beatles, Strawberry Fields. Marvin Gaye, what's going on? Nirvana, Nirvana smells, smells like Team Spirit. Spirit. Bob Dylan, what? like a I Rolling Stone. Down. Sam Cooke, Change Gonna Come. Public Enemy, Fight the Power. And Aretha Franklin, Respect. Respect is considered to be one of the best rock songs, like, ever. No, it doesn't surprise me where it is. It's not the better than. I Respect like, is iconic. I feel like Otis Redding should be a little bit more top of the since he wrote Respect. I feel like it should be a little bit more top. The, we're evaluating it based on the song, not based on the cre- the credences of the actual person who made it. It's based off the song. I'm. I would have like. But I'm thinking of what changed the world, what really set world tones. You know what I'm saying? Like, what really changed the trajectory of music? purely on the efficacy of the song itself. We're not looking at the overall social sociological impact. It's just what people are like, oh, yeah, this is my favorite. How like, is Miles Davis so far on the fucking list? He wasn't even in the top 50. He's That's 492. upsetting. He's 492. Guns and Roses. Miles well, Davis Guns Roses is 492. Guns actually on this list. That surprises me. Lil Nas X, Old Town Road is better than Miles Davis. Just so you know. Just so everybody can get it. more people put that on their list. Correct. Uh, Old Town. The Weekend, House of Balloons, Solange, Cranes in the Sky, Lil Wayne and Millie. Really? Isaiah Banks, 212, Weezer, Weezer Buddy, Holly. Holiday. Oh, Holly. The Four Tops. Lady Gaga, Bad Romance. You would think Lady Gaga would at least been in... You think Lady Gaga would have beat Daddy Yankee, nigga? What? <laughs> I think people... I mean, culturally for us, it doesn't hit as hard, but for a good portion of the world, gasoline hit is a banger. That song was made in 2010. You still hearing that shit. I don't hear that. I do. Daddy yeah, Yankee's yeah. better than Janet Jackson Rhythm Nation. <laughs> Uh, I'm not the biggest Janet Jackson fan. That don't matter. Janet Jackson was like a little Michael. Oh, Jan- I still think Janet Jackson is her like own person. No, um, when I say little Michael, I mean like in terms of like hits, sales, and being that nigga. After him, it was her. 
And she did that shit. She was bringing niggas on stage and putting her whole vagina in their face and then just sending them away. Oh, Oh, let's keep it. Yeah, no, she was was amazing. Moving on up. Curtis Field moving on up. Tammy Wyatt, stand by your man. You better stand by your man. Look at her face. She's standing by him right now. Oh, man, she was cheating on her while she's sitting up there making that song. Peter Gabriel. He was a horrible alcoholic. <laughs> the animals. House oh. of the Rising Sun. Do, 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 the do, Gladly Knights and the Pips. Oh, Gladys Knight and the Pips. I'm called her Gladly Knights. <laughs> Gladly Knights and the Pips. <laughs> Gladly. <laughs> Midnight Train to George. <laughs> Gasolina is better than Midnight Train to Georgia. Uh, I could put Gasolina on inside of any environment. And that shit's good. And people started getting crunk. I play Midnight Train in Georgia. Getting crunk? Who is getting crunk to this? Who do you hang out with? You know, really? Uh, a good portion of my and family is now Puerto Rican. So. <laughs> he said crunk. Yeah, like, I mean, crunk was still popping in 2010. Clearly. That's it's what we're saying. Now. It's not popping now. You never you? know. You don't know. You're not inside the American South. You don't know what they're doing down there. I don't know. And I don't want to know. Thank you for. Letting me know what I should be like. No, you really this don't nigga want to said, know. I mean, crook. Nirvana, come as you are. Come as you are. As you Luther Vandross, never too much. Daft, Daft Punk. Punk and Pharrell Williams. Oh, I don't know if Daft Punk is anywhere else on this list. But Johnny Mitchell, like, yeah, help me. I think I'm falling. John Lee Hooker, Boom Boom. Van Morrison, Into the Mystic. Roy Oberson, Crying. Still Paul. Ooh, the Ku Klux Klan. Tony had to play that song because he was trying to figure out yeah, what the fuck was going on. And they're really singing about the KKK. I was like, oh, this is such an interesting song. Because they're from Britain. Hmm. Yeah, I was like, that's... That's weird, guys. Yeah, Sade, <laughs> No Ordinary I'm Love. Loser. Bon Jovi, Live on a Prayer. Living on a prayer. Halfway there. Lana Del Rey. Lana Del Rey shouldn't be on this list. There was some random depressed girl. Who voted for Lana Del Rey? Um, he wrote it for her 10 times or some weird shit. <laughs> no, they had to vote for her way more than 10 times because she's better than Beck and uh, Bon Jovi. I mean, I could take her or leave it. I just know... Sister Nancy Bam Bam. I've never heard that. Bam, Missy Elliott again. Damn. She all over this list, bro. I mean, Missy Elliott's very successful. That shouldn't be on here. <laughs> Bad bougie should not be on this list. The Migos probably just shouldn't be on this fucking list. Hey, you know what's crazy? Wouldn't be bad and bougie. What? Tootie Fruity's not down here anymore. Because like Tootie Fruity was inside of the. Oh, uh, remember last time we looked at the list? Tootie Fruity was down here and I went off. Oh, mm. uh, they might have mm. updated it. Because. You were just looking for Tootie Fruity, weren't you? I came down here to look because I was like, that's weird. Because <laughs> I saw it up there. Because remember, I was talking about how it came out like. I think that may have been something that's 50. Before uh, we were born. And like all of us know it, and how the fuck is it like up under all this other shit? But the fact that get your freak on is number eight. That list is garbage. This list is so terrible. It's so bad. This is the worst list. And the fact that Charles is like trying to like. Oh no, I enjoy the list itself. I'm not saying it's correct or incorrect. I'm just saying this is what 50 people voted on, (laughs) and this is also letting you know what how. It's also a very good reflection of the people who voted on it. Yeah, with their priorities. Because I'm looking at them, it's just like... 250. 
Yeah, 250 people. How those 250 Now, that you can also tell by, like, the ethnic skew or, like, how certain things got popped in. Like, I don't know how Mickey Minaj is on this list. I don't believe she made one of the 500 best songs ever, ever. Like, there's, like, me... Migo shouldn't be there on here. Nicki Minaj shouldn't be on here. There's been millions of songs to exist. Yeah. Yeah, and all of them, the fact that all of them we all mostly know and they're all, like, you know, pretty mainstream for their time is really weird. Ku Klux Klan was not mainstream for his time. But it, okay, in terms of popularity, all these songs is, like, pretty popular. We going through the list and can sing a I good feel like, decent uh, I feel like... This list was like, hey, name songs that you know. Yeah, like it wasn't really based on what's a really great song. But like, I feel like what people did was like, hmm, I don't really know fifty songs, so they just started naming what they could think of. Entities that are in fucking music, they know fifty songs. I'm not giving them credit for it. I think they probably did. They give them a list and be like, which ones are your favorite? That's what it sounded like it did, didn't it? Like, okay, how would you rank this list? Oh no, because we know so many more artists than this. Like, these are really no. Those people aren't gonna make the list because they're not gonna get more than one person to vote for them. I don't think so. What do you mean? Because if you get 250 people to name all 50 songs, Uh if so, there's probably a smattering of songs that probably only got one vote. And asking people, and more than likely, I will be real. These, the thing I will say, these two hundred fifty people didn't put any real thought into the fifty songs. They probably just sat down, wrote, wrote down some songs, and they did. That's probably what I said. One they just thought about the thought. They just named the songs that came to mind. The first fifty that they could think of. Because and, this this list ain't nuanced to really underground artists that made really good. Like you know what I'm saying, like. What's good, great to me, clearly ain't great to Tony or you. So that's what I'm saying. This list is composed of like, not I. I guess mainstream ain't the biggest word, but they had some relevancy of of popularity at the time, a pretty big influence, even if it wasn't mainstream. Like you feel like I've seen this those songs a lot. You know what I mean? Like you can't say that that list is foreign. Like it was like who one of your favorite underground rappers? Just name anyone. It don't even matter. Mm, that's hard right now. Like, but you, you, but you, you know what I'm spot. saying? Like, we have so many on yeah, there. Yeah, but those but esoteric people aren't going to make this list by their own nature. Like, their their nature occludes them. Well, I guess being, if you say that they're um, in the industry and they listen to music, then they should know these people. Yes, but all right, let's look at somebody <laughs> like LP. LP rattles off a lot of these random dudes. He is, because Run the Jewels actually. We're on this. All right, you name a bunch of eclectic one-off rappers, and it's just like, yeah, this song is a, this song is great, this song is great, so on and so forth. What's the likelihood that anybody else votes for those things? When but you if have, they're in the music industry, should they know that? But tastes are going to differ from person to person. So if everyone names off these different so eclectic things, you have two hundred and fifty list of fifty of one time list. Five hundred greatest in your opinion list is what this is. I mean, everything is based on opinion. There's no objective way to say these are the 500 best songs. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like they tried to give it a level of fairness, but I'm willing to bet that they just took really generalized songs and put them and was like, hey, which ones do you think out of these 500 rankings? That's what I think they did. I don't think that they, because come on now, ain't nothing else on here is no. Well, we, hit, we haven't like looked at the box. whole list. But even if we go on by what we just saw, come like, on there are now, songs we knew on there a lot of them I haven't songs. actually heard. We've seen 100 and 
10, 115 other things. There are like songs so on there that I haven't heard. A little more than a fifth of the list. And everyone, me and you, is over here like that. Are, like he knows well, some of them songs. Like these are general songs that the general public knows. Let's go and to, enjoys. to Let's go to 250. Now, if on this list, me and you ain't over here like, dun, 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 like, come on. I, I can go but ahead. The, but also, our music taste is like vast. Like, I've been exposed to a lot of different things. We know Purple Haze. We know Bad Reputation. Straight out of Compton. This list was already made, and people were like, I've not heard River. We've I've heard, heard Sabotage. Sabotage. I've not heard Ooh La La. I have not I seen some heard past I've I've heard most Beatles songs. Great Balls of Fire. Come on now. That's Goodness like a rock essential. The Humpty Dance. Humpty Dance. Humpty. Look at this list. <laughs> <laughs> this list up. ain't nuanced for real. Hank Williams. I mean, you're not asking for any... Like, what do you but mean by nuance? It's just not expressing the whole realm of music. Like I said, I get it. If it's the 500 greatest, we're not going to include all of our favorite indie hits. But this just seems like somebody was like, here goes some really popular songs that either made number or have some power influence. Which ones would you say? Layla, come on now. We all know Stan. Like, get the fuck out of here. We all know these songs. Or if you don't know the songs, you damn sure know the artist. I mean, it's not too many that I don't know. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Like, in the key is included. The ones that I know. Mm-hmm. Like, I might not have heard everything, but I've, like, recognized, like, You recognize name. I know Celine Who don't Rolling know the Stone. fucking Rolling Stones? More than that? Come on. You can hear that on any class of our radio. With or without you, One Nation Under a Groove. Your mama didn't play that 15 million times. Not One Nation Under a Groove get played oh, by me. I don't know what you're talking about. That's my shit. That but that's what influenced you to listen to it. I know where Aging is. I know. No, my mom didn't even listen to my music. It was my no? grandfather. He uh, used to okay. ride around on the motorcycle with me on the back blasting <laughs> music. I fallen asleep on a motorcycle before. Yeah, I don't know who Glenn Campbell Look at this. Britney Spears. Yeah, that's going to make the This worst. really do feel like they was like, all right, we got 500 songs here. Rank them. Johnny no Cash, Rings of Fire. Come on now. All right, well. I mean, I could say almost all of these songs are some degree, like, probably have topped some type of chart or something. Yeah, just in the general public. Like, just general. Like, even like Tony said, I don't know. I might not know the songs, but I do. Like, I've seen these names before. I haven't seen all the names. All, not all of them, but majority of them, yes, you have seen them. I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, that's... That's where I mean, my that's where my evidence is coming from. This list was already pre made, I mean, and conf- they revamped it to include more. Uh, nah, uh, I'm not gonna say it's that, bad or anything. That has a degree of confirmation bias because saying that you see them, thus they must be popular, or it's just like that's that's has a degree of confirmation bias to it. It's like that's not gonna hold up in any kind of way. It's just like. Oh, because I know them. This lips don't hold up in no kind of way. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, Rolling Stones objectively is one of the inside of the music world is one of the largest musical fuck like, Rolling music Stones. Yeah, you fuck can say Rolling that. Stones. But it if was Rolling cool Stones said we're now. gonna pay you to do a show, you would do it. I do that for most people that would pay me to do a show, and I would still it's say fuck like, them. That that, that's because they're paying me to do a show. That has nothing to do with who they are. 
It's just like I don't Bobby know. from down the street can say, "Hey, I got this." No, Rolling I'm Stones not. Type I'm not. Gonna, I'm actually <laughs> probably wouldn't take Bobby from down the street's money. I would take Rolling Stones' money. If Bobby from down the street got a hundred thousand dollars for us, Charles, we sitting down and taking this hundred thousand. What are you trying? What is this nigga talking about? Uh, we could also say all fuck money him. ain't good money. Yeah, say we, fuck Bobby afterwards. Yeah, like, fuck Bobby too. Uh-huh. It's just like all of them. It's, 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 I'm not choosing like yeah, I'm fucking with Bobby. I'm gonna take Rolling Stones' money too. I'm gonna sit with Bobby. I'm gonna go sit with Rolling Stone. I'm gonna no, get all. Just like by being a part, if we were part of Rolling Stone, it gives us access to a whole other caliber of people. Like we can interview probably whoever we want. We can we have mechanisms to gain access to certain musical things. We get we'll get pre releases for records. Like, well, like we could have. I get pre releases for records. No, it's not even like not even the way that you get pre releases. You're getting them a week ahead of time. Imagine if you had J Cole's album three months before it came out. They don't really be doing that no more. Yeah, they do. Not really. Like, to the capacity, to the same capacity, no, but like, you could still and get Jade Cole's do album. You, have, you got that uh, Schoolboy Q song? Is that out yet? Yes. If you can get it, anybody can get it. I mean, no, somebody, no, no. Is it, is it on your streaming service? It's not on my streaming service. All right, then. But you still ain't Rolling Stone, bro. It, it ain't, it's been more than a week, though, too, huh? <laughs> That's all my point was it's been longer than a week. That's all you talk about. Oh, oh you but I'm also not looking for a schoolboy Q song. Hey, man. <laughs> I don't know why not. That's your problem. You tripping. Uh-huh. Schoolboy Q that nigga. That's not really a problem at all. Yes, it It'll is. exist when it exists. We can go a break if you like. <laughs> Uh-huh. Right, going. Said, can, is it time to take a break? Nah, we gonna argue this music till the day is dead. <laughs> he said, "No, we not doing that." <laughs> you on this hostage? I can't get no satisfaction. Help. Go pee. Help. Sitting on the dock. No, we're way. not. That's not how we start this. What is wrong with you? No, really no. good choice for today. Okay, we needed a break because you were sad. <laughs> Why are you making fun of this man for being sad? I'm glaring this man's eyes because he dare to call me a bitch in his head. Bitch. <laughs> I don't say what's happening right now. Like, well, took I, they took over my intro. Bitch, who asked When we you come to... back, I'm still, they still on my head. You off. You off your game today. Took it's a break. Small. Crazy. No, we just straight up boxed him out of it. Yeah, yeah it was still with the whole little box. I was crazy. It was just like, he started the episode and just, y'all just started talking. I was like, what the hell is happening? Why are these people speaking? We'll stop. We'll stop. Oh, <laughs> this we're becoming a more it. cohabitive podcast. Yeah. And we're having our Boom. familial dog. I don't want that. You, <laughs> you sitting up here and you saying you want us to quote unquote vibe. Right. And then when yeah. now we're starting to quote unquote vibe. He's and like, no, like, no, stop. Not like that. Whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa, he's whoa, like, whoa, not whoa. like that. Y'all getting a little bit too friendly Wait, here. Wait, the fuck? Not like that. Stop it. This feels a little bit too on one <laughs> Ashley was supposed to be, be it's supposed to be couch against y'all him not the vice versa yeah how you on the couch you on his that's crazy you know? Man, the reason why I'm minute. over here is anyway, because you don't really support no, 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 no bounds anyway um we gonna go through a couple more of these uh actually uh, my, my big question is what do you think this list should be like I'm not talking about like itemized. I'm talking about more so conceptually. What do you think this list should be to be more ideal? For Rolling Stone, it's perfect for real. Okay. Because they're not really dealing in the realm of niche music. Right. So, like I said, that's what I'm saying. It would make more sense for them to com- compile 500 songs that they're used in the realm of them dealing with and presenting it to these artists. 
I, if I was to do this, I would treat it like sports. Also, means you would just be 500 objectionably best things. Yes, because that way everybody got to shut the fuck up. Y'all might not like the list once it comes out. Y'all might be like, oh, that's only mainstream. Mm-hmm. These are all the numbers that support what I what I did. The problem with numbers, or it's just like the problem with numbers is that we have more people listening to music inside that inside of moderable way now than we did then. So it's like there's going to be some inflated numbers. So that's going to definitely lean more towards modern day artists as opposed to. I mean, the past. I don't know. It's it's just like, there's plenty of people going platinum. Also, not a lot of people I, go platinum right now. Also, they be happy point, with their little fifty thousand, hundred thousand. Getting higher. It's not going to be higher than Michael Jackson. It's not going diamond. I think. I think it did. I think he's like double diamond. Well, what, see, that's the thing. We're going song by song. That means the song itself needs to go diamond. And in that, no, I am going to go by albums. No, no, that's an entire different. That's an entirely different list. Because at that point, we're compiling the five hundred best albums ever made. I mean, you can't go by song. Yeah, you can't. No, you can't. Yeah, you can't. No, you can't. Yeah, you can't. No, you can't. Their charts have been a thing for a very long time. You can't go by albums. You can go, go by the Billboard Hot 100 has pretty much been a thing since. You know, it's been a thing. But how do you qualify how people are listening to it? It's pretty Billboard Hot 100s have pretty much been by radio plays up to a certain point. And then. And, and see, that's not a real number. Y'all niggas guesstimated that. Y'all didn't get real numbers until y'all started streaming and being able to count niggas. And down to one, the two, and, and so that's why I don't count that. And there is our inherent problem. There's no I universal can measurement. Count album sales. You can count album sales. Or album sale equivalents. I'm fine with that. I, you're going to end up with fucking people like Creed on there then. No. Okay. No, they no, no, they no, got the no. numbers. I'm gonna I'm gonna evaluate things by the actual quality of songs and the quality of music nine times. Quality is so subjective though. No, it's not. It is. A good song is a good song is a good song. You may not like that song. Not liking a song. I don't think that's true. And looking at something and saying, sonically, this is solid. This has solid production. It, it, solid but it's a this, bad song. The vocals that the vocals but are regardless it, of it it's being a technically good song doesn't make it a good song. It's just like that'd be good like good is subjective. There is no definition for good. That's why like it being a good song, it's subjective. But I can I can judge something by all the necess- with all the criteria if I just pull out my checklist and be like, how's the sound? Good. How's the production? Good. How are the vocals? Good. So if it's technically good for you, then it's a good song. If we're just trying to do things, everything objectively, yes. So then I feel like Eminem's going to be up high. Probably. Also, like, just the fact that he, he just by both, our metri- by both our metrics, he's going to be high. I mean, yeah, by sales. But for you, I mean, I wouldn't say that some of the shit that would be high for him is good, though, in your metric. Uh, Probably anything after... Encore, I probably wouldn't put inside of things. That's the weird thing. It's just like 
Slim Shady LP in comparison to Encore, or not Encore, Relapse. Relapse will probably be, by your metrics, be higher than Slim Shady LP, which is not a tenable situation because I think everyone knows the Slim Shady LP is probably a better album. I don't think it would be higher. Yeah. Why do you think it'd be higher? Probably just overall sales of the amount of people who probably bought Relapse for some bizarre fucking reason. My mother about relapse. Exactly. <laughs> Yo, we was bobbing to that album. <laughs> There's a point at which artists become household names, and at that point, like Eminem's a household name now. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even make the same angry, angsty music because he really can't. Because he, all the reasons why he was angsty is gone. Doesn't now. really hold. Yeah. It's just like this is the reason why I keep telling people is just like you know what? Why don't y'all just let Eminem be over there? If y'all just didn't say anything to him, he would literally have no ammunition to make music with anymore. But for some bizarre reason, like, MGK just like poking people. Like, did you hear he poked Slayer? He poked Slayer? Yes, he's just like, Slayer doesn't make good music. MG, you want to stay in your lane? <laughs> so everyone would just look across as just like, yeah, I, I tried to put him on the lead singer Slayer on tickets to my downfall, and he didn't put down a... He could, didn't get a good feature. It it's even, just like, one, why are you doing features in rock albums? It don't That's even not really matter. a thing. <laughs> like, I find it funny because you just like think of the logistics of the entire conversation. Technically, the Eminem show would be number one. That's reasonable. Yeah, because um, Encore has 11 million worldwide sales. Which doesn't even make any the sense. The Eminem show has 27 million, and then um, the Marshall Mathers LP has 21. Oh. And so the then Slim Shady has Slim Shady six uh, million. But that's only for the US and UK. They didn't get the same release that the other ones did. Oh. So that's still pretty strong for only being in the US. So they probably would have beat Marshall Mathers, the encore. I mean, Encore is a compilation album in a lot of ways with a few singles that are not, that are different, but. But, it, I it, mean, see, but see, in that, I feel like my metric would have bared out. The best one of his things would have rose to the top, boom, that's on the list. We here. Uh, wait, are you going by record sales? Yeah. Does that, uh, what era does that start it with? Because depending upon where you are, it doesn't include streaming. No, it goes to all of them. It has all the albums. Does it say it? Well, no, I'm talking about it doesn't count streaming. Some of those don't count streaming numbers. Like, we didn't start starting counting streaming numbers until recently. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Uh, That's I mean, like niggas being in record books when they didn't have a three-point line. <laughs> the game has evolved. <laughs> Shit's gonna change. We're gonna start counting some other shit, but these numbers are still here, motherfucker. You sold what you sold when you sold it. Uh-uh. And if you get knocked out the record books because these niggas is hitting threes and you was number 50 in the top scores, but you didn't hit, have no threes no matter where you shot it from, you couldn't get three points, that is not my problem. You out of the you out of the top 50, 500 or whatever record uh, book I'm keeping, and this nigga in. <laughs> The number is the number. Lil Uzi that, Vert gonna that's be very upset. It. I 
I had something to stream this many more than this many times. I should be on this list. I no. think they should have just took it and just asked actual music critics, like for real respected music critics, instead of just asking random ass artists to pick from a fucking hat. Like real music critics. That's how you would dealt industry. with Beck at the top instead of Aretha Franklin. No, because respect. you were asked from different pinpoints, like asking somebody from Dead and Hip Hop to join a conversation from whoever been at Rolling Stones for 50 plus years is pretty valid to me, I think, because that way you get different spectrums of different types of different decades. Like, why couldn't that have been them picking? Like, hey, I, I know more about this area in rock and roll. I know about this area in hip hop or people that just generally knew how to critique music as a whole to come up with these lists, to just ask random artists <laughs> to pick from something is not really... I mean, they're... I, it just sounds like a game at the end of the day until it really oh, taking no, this it is serious. A game. Yeah. I don't think they are taking this absolutely seriously because, one, this list is untenable no matter mm-hmm. what you do. Yeah. There is no... There's no cheat code to giving me the 500 best songs, period. Right. Because it's just like... At like the case because if point, you would ask Pitchfork this whole different question, we had a whole different fucking. It would have been a very a awkward very conversation. Because like, one, you would ask him like I'm I'm a, weirdo, a whole different list. I don't necessarily believe that Pitchfork is like in terms of music imprints. Pitchfork typically isn't. They, they suck. They typically pretty off the mark. Like let's just be real. Like they fucking <laughs> it's just suck. Like, I try reading like just different albums that came out and reading their actual reviews. Because it's half just the time intellectual they... gobbledygook. Like why did you use this word to describe this song? <laughs> like it just sound like a mishmash well, of fucking dreamy intellectual words. Well, part of it I understand when you write an article, you just don't want to keep saying track. You sometimes you say cut. You say single. This mm-hmm. that. You know you gotta come up with different. words for saying the same exact word over and over again whatever yeah but it's just like i don't know like me and tony have had this conversation and you have to conceptualize the purpose of an album when kind of when you're reviewing it so when i look at something and i look at an album nowadays it's like what did you mean to do with this is this fun like fun deep or i almost it's like, is this a popcorn album like a Linkin Park album would be? It's just like, nom, 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 no real substance, no nothing, but this is just all all for fun. Or is this like, are you trying to be cutting edge with this and trying to push boundaries? Or are you just kind of in your groove? Yeah. And I think those are all functionally three different types of artists. There are people who are trying to push boundaries at all points in times, and they're trying to like, they're always trying to be on like the forward edge of their creative bag Mm -hmm. and it's just like all right that's cool that's who you are and you evaluate those albums as such and then you have like i don't know kind of like the benny the butchers and things of that nature of the world and it's just like i'm here this is my vein i'm gonna stand and i'm gonna master this particular craft which is also fine but a lot of Music critics, like the case in point with this one is, I would say like Anthony Fantano is just like, you're always kind of looking for the cutting edge. And when you go to somebody who's just like in their groove and they just producing something that they consistently produce and they do it inside of a quality thing, it's just like, eh, this is a, it's just like for this person, this should be a 10 because this is the apex of that particular type of thing. Whereas he would probably say, this is a five. This is something that you're always going to get out of them. This is If this is what you came here for, that's what you got. If you're looking for something more, you're not going to get anything more. It's just like, 
Pitchforks is a bunch of like Fantano S type dudes without the I don't know wherewithal comedy. Yeah, it's like they're all highfalutin and they're trying to. They're like they're all happy that uh Beck won the Grammy over Beyonce. Yeah, it's just like uh, how many people inside of this? Like, all right, we're inside of a room of musical weirdos. I didn't even listen to that Beck album that beat the Beyonce album. I'm like, <laughs> and then someone actually looked at me and said, yeah, Beck should have won that gra- Grammy. It's like, it's the best album of the year. It's like, it, it's, I'm pretty sure it's that Beyonce album for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Like, but she didn't make it. Is it best album that you made by yourself? No. Then... You go sit down, and I'm pretty sure Beck didn't play every single instrument on that that thing, so he didn't make it by himself either. So it's just like, but he composed it, and he did this, and he did that. Uh, that's not the way, you know what I the can't do. The times they are changing, and I love Beck. Don't get me wrong. I own a but decent amount of albums from Beck. But, but the I times can't put they Beck on it as like, yeah. you ain't making no bangers, dude. Exactly. Sorry. Like at some point, I've never listened to Beck. You've heard a Beck song, probably. That might be true, but I've never listened to Beck. Yeah, when I, I say mean, listen, I mean like go and like, real, like play yeah, nigga, song. Track five. Yeah. CK. Yeah. Is that a song? Oh, no, no. Actually, that I'm singing Beck from Mongolian Chop Squad. It's an anime about a rock band. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad. I thought it was a real Beck song. No, it's a good anime. If you want to check something out, it's also one of my favorite animes of all time. That is, oh, that's one of my favorites. What's it called? That squeal. Beck <laughs> Is it funny? It's pretty funny. Oh, it's it's, it's really kind funny. of a slice of life. Kind of. It's about this kid who gets basic. Uh, a guitarist from a rock band walks past and is just like. Well, he's kind of kind of dating his sister. It's a real weird, terrible. It's also like a coming of age story because it's like a weird, untenable situation because it's less like he's dating uh, old girls. He's kind of dating old, old dude's sister. Dang, it took him forever to get that girl, didn't it? I actually read the manga. I read, no, I didn't read the manga, no. I, I tried to buy it, but I just read, saw the show. It's just oh, like, it's real shit. interesting. Because, like, don't you know at the end they abbreviate that tour in America? They yeah. go through that entire thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so okay. it's just like, we actually get to see them go tour while they're in the I band. never, they were never continued on. I just stopped. I was like, ah, oh, look at them. <laughs> but, <laughs> and then never, never followed that shit ever again. But I thought they were going to be back. See, that's the funny thing. It's just like, I really thought. I, for one, when I first started, it's like this is gonna be anime about Beck. This has nothing to do with Beck whatsoever. Oh, I'm fine with this. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> oh, maybe I should get Tony to watch Mongolian Chop Squad. Maybe watch this awkward ass kid mm-hmm. trying to get styled on by a whole pop star. What a fool! I think that's a pretty good episode. Tomorrow. Yeah, no, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I was thinking it was, I, I was thinking I was done, and now I know I'm done. I'm done with this. Oh. Goodbye. I'm no, no I'm, 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 I'm done. Right, bye, guys. Shoot that space bar.